And with that, we are back. Hey, source story. Why are you yelling? I'm excited. All right, cool. Oh shit, I love that movie. <laughs> We're back. Oh well, good. I'm glad you do, and I'm glad I brought it up because uh, I thought maybe we'd uh, take this time since we're moving into a new category, the best animated feature category after our lengthy stay with the best unique or artistic uh, picture Mm. um, to discuss why the fuck did it take so long to get this category? Because the Academy does not take animated film seriously. Mm. Mm, I'm going to talk about that a bit later. Yeah. I, um, I, I agree with that, and I think it should have existed far earlier. I think one of the probably legitimate problems was that if it existed too long ago, it just would have been dominated by Disney. Because I don't know, I maybe it's my ignorance, but I have a hard time thinking of other like production studios putting out full length animated films other until you get like to the seventies or eighties, maybe. Yeah, I mean, sure. you start. You start getting guys like Ralph Bakshi and mm-hmm. Rankin and Bass and R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Indeed, um, who who are producing things, uh, especially like The Lord of the Rings or Fritz the Cat. Oh, Fritz the Cat. Um, and then in the eighties, Don Bluth leaves Disney yeah. and starts uh, teaming up with Spielberg and Amblimation and yeah, uh, creates a bunch of masterpieces and uh, yeah, uh, I. I feel like I agree with you before, I mean, before the eighties, you probably don't have enough to, to create categories, but I feel like in the eighties, we, yeah, we could have gotten this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it might, it might have led to, I don't know, at, at least some more studios going out for prestige in the animation category. I think you're, absolutely right because that's sort of what happened i mean even as it started disney dominated early on and you know disney pixar but now we've getting other studios that are getting respect and getting more out there yeah for sure well so with that does anybody have any gripes of films that they really feel could have won this category in the year it was released you brought up kind of one of them for me okay yeah, go yeah. for it. Rankin Bass's uh, The Hobbit uh, absolutely would have dominated the category. And uh, you also brought up another one, sort of, in a way. Uh, the Secret of Nim. Oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, should have been fucking nominated for Best Picture. But uh, at the very least, I think, uh, would have dominated the Best Animated Feature category. But then yeah. again, I mean, how much Don Bluth is not going to do that? Yeah, especially as 80s output. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, once we get to the 80s, Luth and Miyazaki should have been getting stuff. Right. Um, you know, uh, all the Disney Renaissance films and Lion King, obviously, Aladdin and uh, Toy Story, you know, once you get there, but. <laughs> actually brought up a good point now uh akita yeah I was, about, I, was, I, could, I was about to bring it up that was my <laughs> that was my number one I, I was listening to the episode with uh the boys from leveling up arguing yeah. about the pronunciation of akira akira yeah <laughs> akira canada 
driving in your Acura. Yeah, uh, Acura is one of my yeah. I I think top twenty favorite films of all time. It's, it it's, is. Yeah. It it's it's one of those like real basic anime choices, but it's really just that good. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a reason for it. Like you know, in uh, nineteen eighty eight, you have a film that should have won Best Animated and probably been nominated for Best Picture with Grave of the Fireflies. You know, oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. heartbreaking and hard as it is to watch. It's a one of the greatest war films ever made. Yeah, and uh, and then sticking with uh, Studio Ghibli, Totoro also comes mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. out in '88. Yeah, uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is one of my favorite films, Woo! and of course Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah, God, that yeah. should have won. Yeah, got, so that on my short list, and then so, you know. There's there's one everybody you know would agree on from 1999 with Iron Giant. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I was, so I was hoping uh, that was what you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a question for you: If this were a category in '79, would Watership Down have been nominated? Yes, <laughs> and one. Because, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. film's that's an incredible film. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Nine <laughs> hmm. nine would have been hard though. I guess you got two, Toy Story two versus Iron Giant. That would have been and, and, and Tarzan would probably be in the category too. Yeah, uh, it'd be in the category, but I would have been in the category. I just said the category. I didn't, yeah. Hmm. Still have a lot of. Do you want to have a film. movie sung to you? <laughs> This is what's on film. I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it. I don't know if it's a spoiler yet, but I just saw a brief mention of something about Phil Collins in the in the weird uh movie. I don't know if it's a surprise who's playing him or anything, but I thought it was I laughed when I saw who's Oh, he must have just been at the pool party. He he Probably. doesn't have like a role in the film. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I get I guess I can mention it then. Yeah, there's it's, there's just a scene where Weird Al goes to uh, Dr. Domeno's pool party and there's just a bunch of 80s celebrities hanging out around the pool. <laughs> Did I ever tell you and, as a kid I was never able to discern the difference between Bob Hoskins and Phil Collins? I think you have. <laughs> but I saw they had Elijah Wood playing Phil Collins, which is just funny with, with the whole Elijah Wood, Daniel Radcliffe thing. Amazing. And Phil Collins being a piece of shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the best thing is... Uh, Oh, I was I I can I never remember which one's Yorma Tacona, which one's Keefe Shaver uh, of the Lonely Island guys. Oh, but one of them plays Pee Wee Herman, and it's and it's amazing. Nice, <laughs> excellent. Oh, I have a question. With best animated, would it does it is it have to be complete animation? Like, would a film like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <sighs> Probably not. Probably not. I cool I think. World. <laughs> Yeah, I think too much of Who Framed Roger Rabbit takes place out in the real world with no, yeah, animated. But it got it got respect in the other categories, so that's, that's right. Cool. And and it got like a special achievement Oscar for pretty much pushing visual effects up into the stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want to talk about a movie? Let's talk about a movie.
Hello, all you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Jonathan Pierce. I'm Zach McCoy. And we are your Oscar Grouches. Welcome back to the Oscar Worthy Podcast, where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong, and what are we watching this week, Zach? We are watching Shrek, which is a spoofy fairy tale about self-love and acceptance that became a cultural landmark. All right. This is everybody's love. Self-love. <laughs> this is everybody's first time watching a Shrek. No. Yes, this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no for me as well. Can anybody remember the first time they did watch Shrek? I think I saw it in theaters. I know for sure I saw Shrek 2 in theaters, but I'm trying to think. I think I saw it in theaters, but I don't remember what date. I was living in Connecticut, and I had a roommate who would quote the gingerbread man scene word for word. Mm. And I had not seen the movie at that point because I was in my, like, nobody will shut the fuck up about this movie, so I'm not going to watch it kind of phase. Mm. And then he kind of forced it upon me one day. So Ooh, Shrek assault. Shrekual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, (laughs) For me, I don't remember the first time I watched this. I know I didn't see it in the theaters and I rented it. Mm. But I don't. I was probably working at the video store when I rented it. If I had to guess, it feels like one of those movies that they'd be like, "You have to have this on the TVs." Like, well, at, at our video store, we didn't play movies often. Like, if we if we really felt like watching a movie because things were going to be slow, we would put a movie in. But we had a uh, we had a disc that just showed trailers for mm. things that they that were coming out or had coming out this month or uh you know things like that and uh one of the other nominees in this category had a trailer in there that i watched dozens of times <laughs> if not hundreds uh yeah we'll talk, a, we'll talk about that in a moment i had an odd random thought today okay how i miss like the mark elliott disney trailers Oh, okay. Yeah. How, like where it's like the narrated Disney trailers where we don't get those anymore. We just get, you know, the Chris Nolan bombs yeah. trailers now. Yeah. Right. It's just random thought. Yeah. Yeah. Something sweet about those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go into an Oscar breakdown. Break it down. All right. The best animated feature category Shrek winning this year, 2001, uh, giving Aaron Warner an Academy Award. Uh, it beats Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, which is the film that I heard the trailer for <laughs> hundreds of times, and Monsters, Inc. Shrek also nominated for Best Screenplay Based on Material Previously Produced or Published Slash Adapted Screenplay, uh, Ted Elliott, Terry Rossio, Joe Stillman, and Roger S.H. Schulman, based on the book by William Stieg. Loses to a beautiful mind. There you All go. right. I would also, since we're talking about the animated feature category, I would also like to talk about the other nominees' nominations. Sure. Okay. Because Monsters, Inc., Jimmy Neutron only gets nominated for the one Academy Award, but Monsters, Inc., 
also picks up nominations in Best Original Song, which it wins, uh, If I Didn't Have You, giving Randy Newman his first Academy Award. <laughs> and uh, it also gets nominated for Best Sound Editing, which goes to Pearl Harbor. <sighs> yeah, kind of how I feel about it, too. Pearl Harbor sucks. miss you. Oh, oh, and Best Original Score. Sorry, which uh, it loses to Howard Shore for The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. I mean, come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, that's a decent score. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, so you got Shrek nominated for two, wins one. Monsters, Inc. nominated for four, wins one. Okay. And that's her Oscar breakdown. Well, then, mm-hmm. let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. This movie. I've never been a fan of Shrek. I I understand the popularity of it. I just don't like Shrek. Hmm. Now, does this have anything to do with your bias? <sighs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I, I feel confident in saying that. I, um, fair. I I just I see the appeal, and it's just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. It's just very. I think what pisses me off the most now as somebody who's matured more and able to kind of see that the issue that I have with the Academy choosing this movie is the fact that this is the more um, pointed to adults as well of the movies that were nominated. Yeah. there, There were a lot more jokes that I'm able to see now and go, okay, I see what you're doing now. You're, you're trying to be sneaky with those entendres there, but you know, let's just, uh, it just doesn't do it for me. It, it, it's so hard for me. And, th- and I love Mike Myers a lot. And I'm happy that this is the movie that makes the guy go, I don't have to do anything ever again. I did love the Pentaveret on Netflix though. Sure. Um, <laughs> Zach, your thoughts. I, I like the movie. These uh, these days, it's one of those almost like background noise kind of films because it's I've seen it so many times. It's been on so many times. Kids have watched it. Friends, it's so referential, so quoted, where it's just like okay, it it exists. And um, but what I will say is, no matter what I think of the film as a whole. I'm I'm just always impressed by the chemistry of Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy, just how good they are as Shrek and Donkey. It, it, that's always entertaining and always makes me yeah. smile. Sure. Espe- especially when I think about how there is almost no way that they recorded any of that together. <laughs> yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And also, you know, you know my feelings about curvy redheads. Uh, a lot of uh, Rule 34 searching, um, but I'll, I'll pause there. Yeah. <laughs> then I think meme culture is also kind of just like turned Shrek into just something even worse for me. Shrek is life. Shrek is Shrek love. is life. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Paul? I think this movie's a lot of fun, and I enjoy it. Uh, I didn't get overexposed to this film, so it's still it was it was actually kind of fresh for me coming back and rewatching it. Nice. And uh, not that I missed a whole bunch of stuff when I was younger, but there's so much stuff being thrown at you that it's easy for things to just kind of go by you. 
Yeah. Sure. Uh, that uh, I didn't remember. I just didn't remember so many of these jokes and rewatching this film. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I've always just really liked this movie. Uh, I don't have the deep loving relationship with it that a lot of people do, but I, mm-hmm. I think this film's great. I, I think the movie's important. I think it is, it, it, it kind of showed the world like, Hey, Disney's not the only fucking show in town. Right. Um, um, especially how they basically spend a lot of time, basically not shitting on Disney, but at but least kind of using, yeah. Like yeah. they're, no, it's pretty much shit. I mean, it's, it's Katzenberg <laughs> yeah. who saw Disney through some of their dark period and into the Renaissance and got fired. And then this is the material that he picks to get made. And I, I can almost, I can almost imagine how much of a hand he had in here. Just going like, no, really take it to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always, you know, heard the rumors that Farquaad's supposed to be like Eisner or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is hilarious. Yeah. He's not really hiding much. It's all out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, like he does, he picks um, Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. That's the name of that movie, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. It picks Prince of Egypt to get made and uh, hire Stephen Schwartz to do the music for it. And when Disney finds out, Stephen Schwartz, who's working on Mulan at the time, gets fired from Disney because they're like, you you can't do both. We're not going to allow mm, this. And yeah. he says, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And his his music is scrapped from Mulan, and I can only again. Uh, there's just so many stories like that that involve Katzenberg that really just give give the uh, not even the undercurrent though the, the overtures of fuck Disney in this movie so <laughs> much credence. Sure. So I think you'd mentioned on a previous episode episode or alluded to it briefly that what like. Shrek was punishment for people who were working on Prince of Egypt. Like if they misbehaved, or right. They were sent to work on Shrek. So all the cool people end up going to work on Shrek because they're busy misbehaving. <laughs> and, and this movie's great. Yeah. And it's, and they're misbehaving and making a naughty film, a friendly naughty. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very interesting that this and a Knight's tale both came out in 2001. And there you've got that kind of, referential humor in the anachronistic uh soundtracks and mm-hmm. right and and this like coupled with emperor's new groove i feel like usher in kind of a new meta kind of humor in animated film yeah it becomes yeah. a lot more reverent yeah and like yeah. jonathan mentioned now it's meme culture has grasped so much of it yeah mm-hmm. absolutely it's interesting for better or worse i mean yeah. I, I like the the humor in those films. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of bring up one thing that the movie definitely does, despite my own personal feelings, uh, accomplish a lot is it's soundtrack hmm. is kind of one of the best animated soundtracks ever. Yeah. For, for a found music soundtrack. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of, I mean, I, <sighs> I can't stand Smash Mouth. 
I love Smash. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so unpo- unapologetically in love with Smash Mouth. But it, but I mean, no, I mean, I just don't see any of the songs outside of fucking Hallelujah. I swear to God, if I have to hear that fucking song one more goddamn time. And if I have to hear one more person say that Jeff Buckley version is better than the Leonard <laughs> Cohen version, they can go walk off a fucking cliff. Hey, I'm not uh, going to walk off a cliff. It's I, not, I, lo- I love the Leonard Cohen version, but the, the Leonard Buckley. Cohen version is the only version. The Jeff Buckley version is so far inferior. Hmm. That's like saying any of the Scarlett Johansson, Tom Waits covers are the better version. Hey, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Buckley's in my soul. I love him very much. I, I just, I, I hate that fucking song. I love that song. I, I hate what that song has become. And that might be my problem, but it just, it makes yeah, me no, not it, like the song. <laughs> it's terrible. Like I can't, if <sighs> the pentatonics version just makes me cry. Yeah, exactly. The Jeff Buckley version. Yeah. Well, you're right. Same you're thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to wear you down, Zach. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to go over here. <laughs> okay. I'll put on my face. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 I think this. I mean, this film could be partly responsible for it. I don't. I don't remember hearing it a lot I, more. Before I was going to say. I, I feel like this song is wholly responsible for it. This and the OC. Just. I feel like we're getting to a point where you, the OC is getting brought up every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> I will make that a point now. <laughs> hmm. Well, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, and when it comes to cast, I mean, everybody was exactly perfect for yeah, the role oh but i mean but that's one thing about animation is that generally the voicing's done beforehand so you can kind of <sighs> draw or build your way around the voice so i'd kind of forgotten until i was reading notes about chris farley being the original voice right and and there's actual like voice footage of him out there you can go listen to chris farley reading lines from shrek i did not know that yeah they exist yeah. uh but unfortunately he passed on before he got to finish. So they had to go back to the drawing board or this would have been out. Like, I think at least a year or two sooner. Mm. Uh, Cause it was supposed to, it was, it was essentially like, again, Farley dies in what? 97, 98. Sounds right. So he's recording that early while mm. they're still like, as Zach said, they're still working on uh Prince of Egypt and ants. Mm. And I think ants, I think ants got moved up because Chris Farley died. That's terrible. And I laugh every time I hear ants because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's such a weird movie. It was like, let's put Albie Singer in an animated film about ants with with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that movie just creeps me out. And then Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin show up as a couple of wasps, <laughs> which is such a hilarious joke. Yeah. <sighs> Damn. All right. Yeah, I mean, if you if you've seen the movie, uh, most people have, you know, fairy classic fairy tale story, but with a spin and spoofs and dragons and fighting and Matrix references and yeah, all that and, stuff. And yep. doing doing it better than Game of Thrones was. Doing what better than Game of Thrones? Being in the rep- everything, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, 
it's hard to talk about a movie that's been so part of the, the culture and so many jokes and it's it's just it's it's still fucking everywhere i mean because how many shrek movies are there now yeah uh four plus two puss in boots movies yeah isn't there, i think there's another puss in boots movie coming out isn't there <laughs> probably that's the second one is that the second one? Oh, that's the second one like holiday shorts and things that are on yeah. yeah of course and then and then puss in boots had a netflix series um yeah there's there's a lot when when dreamworks does the rollout they do the rollout there yeah I won't talk too much more about the series. I, I mean, I don't know if we'll. I'm sure it'll pop up again as episodes go on, but sure. I don't. I don't care for anything beyond two. So. I just you imagine the phone call to Mike Myers. Say, hey, do you want to come in and voice the dad from How I Married an Axe Murderer real quick? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's just Mike Myers' thing. He just loved being Scottish. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he used to have that SNL sketch where he ran this, this yes. Scotland store. If it's not Scottish, <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, any additional notes from anybody? Uh, Vincent Cassell as Robin Hood is one of the funniest performances in this movie. Sure. Pops in, sings that song. I love Vincent Cassell and the fact that he just randomly shows up in this movie as Robin Hood. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Yes. That's the only note I got. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. I was looking over everybody that was in it. I just always love seeing Jim Cummings' picture in IMDb. Yeah. Because he just <laughs> looks like, yep, that's Winnie. We're good. <laughs> See, and I always think of him as Don Carnage. Fair. I think I just love Winnie the Pooh still to this day. It's fair. It'll always be Winnie. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our worsty judgments then, gentlemen. <laughs> um, Zach? Hi. Does this movie deserve Best Animated Picture? So, you know, I, I think I saw the Jimmy Neutron movie once, uh, and I... I watched the show occasionally and I think it was probably smarter than I let on at the time, but I just didn't really never really gotten into Jim, Jimmy Neutron that much. Um, I think uh, the Disney Atlantis film probably would have deserved a spot in here, but you know, you got monsters Inc. And the, already with Disney Pixar uh, where they weren't, were they joined at this point yet? I don't remember. Um, I would have taken that Jimmy Neutron out and maybe stuck in Waking Life just to be, just to be crazy. Yeah, um, they have they have weird rules about rotoscoping though. Damn. Yeah, I hate it. You hate the rule or you hate the rotoscoping? I hate the rule. Gotcha. Uh, that said, Shrek is good, but Monsters Inc. is a masterpiece, and Monsters Inc. should have won. I don't think Shrek. Uh, Winning is like a terrible pock upon the Academy or anything, but it's the lesser film. So I got to say, no, should have been Monsters, Inc. What about you, Jonathan? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say straight off, no, because yes, Monsters, Inc. is the greatest animated film of all time. Hmm. The movie is perfect. It is my favorite animated movie, I think. That being said, looking at what's on there, 
because that's the bias Paul was referring to earlier. Um, I watched Jimmy Neutron for the first time today. Uh, like you, I was not a Jimmy Neutron fan. I think uh, that came out when I was pretty much done with Nickelodeon. Hmm. Uh, it just felt like a, an hour and a half episode of Jimmy Neutron. I didn't really find it anything special, but I enjoyed myself. I had fun. I mean, the movie came first. Uh, did it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know yeah, that. I, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Yeah. The, the show. Oh, geez. Uh, let me go look that up real quick. Shout out to Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. I wish he would have been a better Why movie. Why you got to say it before I say it? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, the show came a year later. Okay. Well, but yeah, apparently he had a bunch of shorts in 98 and 2000. So there, there was Jimmy Neutron before the movie, but the movie came before the gotcha. television series. Gotcha. But yes, as Zach had mentioned, um, I probably, if you were only going to do three, I would have probably taken out Jimmy Neutron and put in final fantasy spirits within, even though it is a confusing movie, it was still really fucking well done and a gorgeous movie in final fantasy. And that makes me happy. Uh, 2001 was not a I don't it's a weird year to choose this year to be uh the one where we finally get this uh yeah and and I feel with Shrek being so early in Dreamworks's uh run that after after they really hit the ground with Prince of Egypt and Ants mm-hmm. that it gave a little more credence to oh Maybe we should start looking at this. It's a, yeah. Because mm-hmm. outside of that, I mean, there's really, I mean, a lot comes out of Japan that year. Mm-hmm. Like a lot. Yeah. But like, I mean, fucking Metropolis alone mm. should have been looked at. But again, that would have been a foreign language film at the time. Uh, yeah. I, I just, it's a weird year because it's just not a lot outside of Shrek. And I, Atlantis, again, I think is a movie that's better than Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it also bombed. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I don't think Shrek should have gotten Best Picture. I, I definitely see the nomination. Um, but there is just no way in hell it's better than Monsters, Inc. Just there's no possible way. True. So, Paul. All right, so... I guess I only have two films to rank before I throw this one into the mix. That being Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, which I rewatched tonight. Uh, I mean, I was going to watch it with my kids, but this week has been weird. Mm. And I'd rather they watch Shrek. <laughs> um, just, just, just because uh, I told them we were going to watch all these movies together. Right. The, sure. the winners specifically. So, uh, yep. I thought. Um, so, anyway. Um, so yeah, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius is going to go in that two spot of the remainder. It's it's cute. I like it. I don't. I've never been like in love with Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. I think I maybe this is probably only the third time in the twenty one years that I've watched that film. Okay. Uh, and then Monsters Inc. goes in my top spot. It's incredible. I love that movie so much. My entire senior year of high school. I carried a Monsters Inc. backpack to school. Yes. 
and I bought the backpack specifically because it had a Randall keychain on one of the zippers. Nice. <laughs> and Steve Buscemi is my guy. Yeah. Uh, I love Monsters, Inc. It's incredible. Uh, that being said, other f- animated films, I guess you guys have covered already, Atlantis Lost Empire. There's a Scooby-Doo movie out this year, wasn't there? Yeah, but it, yeah. I believe that was straight to DVD, so... Ah, poo. Not, not... Uh, eligible. eligible. No. Uh, nobody's mentioned Recess Schools Out, which was a theatrical release from Disney, <laughs> I think. I never got into Recess. Oh, Recess is brilliant. I hear good things. I just that never got show, into it. That show is amazing. And its creator's name are Paul and Joe, much like yeah. a couple of sharks we know. Uh, um, there you go. Shark boy. Um, Recess School's out. It's great. Uh, Robert Goulet sings Green Tambourine in it. Uh, it's, sure. it's wonderful. Uh, I'd, I would have put that in the category. Uh, Millennium Actress, of course, it's Japanese. So with the way that Japanese releases got platformed in the U.S., probably wouldn't have been eligible until the next year, much yep. like a film we are talking about t- next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really it, except for Final Fantasy Spirits Within, which is a film that I saw in the theaters. I absolutely loved. And then... Those guys did the uh, the final flight of the Osiris, the Matrix animated short. Oh, oh yeah, which is so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that being said, I am also sandwiching Shrek in the two spot between Monsters Inc. and Jimmy Neutron, and um, I think Shrek is irreverent and fun and wonderful, and I think it absolutely deserved this award. All right. There you go. Well. Zach, yeah, is this the worst best animated feature? You know what? It is, and <laughs> can't repeat last week's joke so much because we obviously are going forward. But right now, it's the worst. Yeah, I agree. It is. I um, I haven't looked forward much, but I have a feeling this one may stay at worst for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit, it might. It just might. Yeah. Paul. Um, yeah, this is the worst. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm uh, going to hold the bit up, unlike Zach. Um, mm. <laughs> 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 it's the worst. Big old right. scooping swamp junk. Oh, swamp junk. That just sounds gross. Can you do swamp ass. Swamp. All uh, right. Yeah. I just well, started. I just started looking ahead and I, I know I know exactly the week that this is going to remove from your worst spot. <laughs> oh man, now I kind of want to look ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to call it here. My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, the TikToks, and the Twitch at Altorn underscore Occam. Zach, where can we find you? Find me on Critiker, Zachmaster, X A K K M A S T E R. TikTok at House Havoc and Letterboxd by searching my name. Go to start ranking these things. Yeah, boy. Mr. Workman. You can follow me at Shark Dressed Men, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering shark-related content. And you can follow me at Father of the Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterboxd, where I'm keeping a running tally of all the films that I watch. And tonight, finally watched it. They finally gave it to my eyeballs. I got to watch Weird, the Al Yankovic story, and it is everything I wanted. And anybody who's saying negative things about it can go walk off the Jeff Buckley clip. Ah!
<laughs> well, I'm I'm so glad that it was everything you wanted because if anybody deserves that, it was you. I'm not sure that's true, but I appreciate you lying to me. No, I mean you're the one with the the accordion. I love him. I love him so much. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. There's your cat. Nice. Weird owl revolutionary. Um yes, it rules. Watch it. If you I'm don't excited. have a Roku, if you don't have a Roku, go buy one. <laughs> They're like ten bucks. Yeah, you want to get an old one. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw an ad with Al where he was like, "People are saying I don't want to subscribe to another yeah. streaming service." It's like <laughs> it's free. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm so glad it was free too. Awesome. Indeed. All right, Zach. Yes. What are we What are we watching next week? Next week. We're watching another 2001 film, but because of the rules that you mentioned, it's spirited away. (laughs) And we dance. You can rent it on Amazon, Google, Vudu, YouTube, or stream on HBO Max. Yeah, because Hayao Miyazaki decided to to pull a Katzenberg and say, fuck Disney. (laughs) Right. That is right. I have a lot of notes about Hayao Miyazaki and Disney's relationship next week. I am I look, excited. Yes, I am so I, I am so stoked for it. Like, listen, I, I am glad this was our starting off point. But next week is going to be fucking insane, and I'm so ready for it. Yes. Oh God, I cannot wait. And the fact that I've never seen Treasure Planet. Oh, spoiler alert! So, <laughs> holy shit! Hold on to your hats, boys and yes, girls. Yes, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> We got things to talk about. Yes, <laughs> sir. So let's get it. All right. That being said, we would like to thank Trav from our sister podcast, Leveling Up, Benjamin Banks, for producing our podcast. We would like to thank Chad Ramsey <laughs> for our most excellent theme song. Uh, we would like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at OscarWorthyPod on Facebook, the OscarWorthy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. Ah, I'm not good at Scottish accents and I'm not going to make a quote from the movie but be real nice if you give us five stars yeah yeah (laughs) so for jonathan and zach and for that one somebody who once told me the world was gonna roll me we would like for you all to have a damn fine day